listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Good morning. Um, today and tomorrow are just such wonderful days, St. Monica, St. Augustine. They almost need to be celebrated on the same day, but because they're celebrated on two consecutive days, there's double the grace. And um, it's kind of interesting that we have this parable of the five wise and five foolish virgins in the the coming of the bridegroom. Um, I'm going to try to connect these things. Um, Sometimes uh, I'd love to offer... um, uh, something I'd like to recommend. So there, there's a Catholic author who's just so good. His name's Dr. Brant Petrie. He's teaching at a seminary down in New Orleans, and he's kind of an expert in all things Jewish. He's been putting out these books explaining the Catholic Christian faith with some of the Jewish backgrounds that maybe for those of us who did not grow up Jewish, we wouldn't have known. And so often he's able to bring out so many beautiful insights with this background. Well. Uh, One of his books, one of my favorites, Jesus the Bridegroom, the greatest love story ever told. So in this book, he goes through and he shows you everything from the Bible with this theme of the wedding, that that God, Yahweh, is the groom and his people, Israel, is the bride and this whole thing. And uh, when Jesus comes and he starts claiming that he is indeed the bridegroom, this is he's claiming to be God. And uh, in this book, he uh, Dr. Petrie really uh oh it's just so beautiful so it's like what are they how can we get this book in everyone's hands okay so um so he in this book he does talk about this parable and um so it's a little shocking that the uh, five foolish ones uh, are not prepared and then they're not allowed to receive or borrow oil from the five wise virgins it's an interesting thing. Like, why wouldn't they just share some of the oil? So uh, what's very clear from the context in Matthew 25 is that this story from Jesus is teaching us something about the judgment at the end of time when Jesus will return. And there's this whole thing where with the, the process of the Jewish wedding, they would get betrothed and then the groom would go off to prepare a house for his bride and then he would come back. And they would be married and he would take her to his house. And when Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you, my father's house, for the Jewish people at the time, they would have thought he's talking as if there's a wedding going on. You know, he's the groom. So, oh, just so beautiful and deep and rich. And so uh, in the early church fathers, they asked, well, what does this oil represent? Like, what is this thing? And and so uh, very briefly, the idea of the oil and the lamps has to do with your own cooperation with grace, your own acquired virtue. And you can't borrow that from anyone else. So at our judgment, when we die, but also when Jesus comes in glory, the judgment at the end of time, we will give an account to God for how we lived our life. And we will have, by analogy, a certain amount of oil in our lamp. And that oil is symbolic of our cooperation with grace. And you can't borrow that from anyone else, right? You have ownership of your own life, your own choices, your own free will, and the ways that you did or did not live for God. So that's what the oil 
kind of symbolizes like you need the oil for the the light to burn you know are you in it so we have these teachings of jesus be ready be alert you know all of that so um now that's interesting right so we have oil which is a liquid substance okay i want to match that with a different liquid substance the opening prayer did you catch the reference to the tears of saint monica so if you know anything about St. Monica, you know that she's famous for praying for her son and crying tears. Her son Augustine was off. He, he was kind of a wild person. And, and at some point after, I, I was at 20, 30 years of her faithfully as a mother loving her son, praying, interceding. And, and somehow the grace kicked in and St. Augustine has this huge conversion and then, of course, he becomes a bishop, and now he's a saint, and he is possibly one of the, the greatest Christian theologians in history, St. Augustine. You know, dare I say, even greater than Thomas Aquinas. Okay, but I'm a Franciscan, so you knew I was going to say that, right? Okay, so, but of all the authors that are quoted in the catechism, St. Augustine is quoted more than any other author. St. Augustine, you read his writings, and you're like, who is this? I mean, it's so gifted. But behind his conversion, behind his greatness, was the prayers and the tears of his mother, St. Monica. And somehow, those tears had an effect on him. So it's different than the oil. Right? They're, they're complementing one another. So let me conclude by saying that um, we can pray and we can intercede and shed tears for people. And in some ways, it says in the Bible that God collects and counts every tear that we shed. And that those tears can become symbolic of graces of intercession for other people. And I imagine all those years of St. Monica praying and crying and the Lord almost collecting her tears in almost like a reservoir. And at some point when St. Augustine was ready to convert, he became flooded with all of that grace. You know, the 30 years of intercession, like, finally came crashing in on him like a waterfall. And uh, so that's our call. How many of us here today have people, maybe in our families, or just people that we're worried about, we're concerned about? We pray for them, we cry for them, we intercede for them. The people who are not living for God, like the foolish virgins, people who have been deceived by the darkness of our culture. And here we are, like St. Monica, we're praying, we're crying. We're struggling to be faithful. We're interceding for them. And somehow God uses that, that that grace can be shared with others. And so we have those two images, her tears and then the oil, and how those two complement one another as like an analogy for the spiritual life. So may St. Monica and St. Augustine pray for us as we pray for others, that the grace of the Lord may overflow for um, conversion and for the building up of his kingdom. Amen. Hey everybody, this is Father Luke, and I just wanted to honor my own mom, my own Saint Monica, prayed for me when I was kind of a wayward teenager, and uh, the grace of conversion finally came when I was in college. Also, I want to read for you the opening prayer, Saint Monica, in reference to her tears. O oh God, who consoled the sorrowful and who mercifully accepted the motherly tears of Saint Monica for the conversion of her son Augustine, Grant us through the intercession of them both that we may bitterly regret our sins and find the grace of your pardon through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. And then here is the parable of Jesus, Matthew 25, 
that, that I was preaching about, Jesus told his disciples this parable, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones when taking their lamps brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps since the bridegroom was long delayed. They all became drowsy and fell asleep and at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.